Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is the Porpoise Pod with your hosts, Brendan Tobin and Alejandro Solano. Sometimes, listen, when you record these podcasts, timing just lines up mwah, perfectly. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, uh, right as we get to our recording booth, we find out the news, Solana, the grand petty of them all. A hell of a Sunday night football matchup. Yes, sir. 12, Tua v. Herbert. Dolphins versus Chargers. How excited are you? Let's go, baby. We got it. Not only Tua versus Herbert, but prime time, Tobin. Prime time. That fourth quarter interception by Herbert, the inevitable fourth quarter INT by Herbert to seal it, will come under the lights on Sunday Night Football. Even better. Even better. There's been a lot of social media frauds exposed lately. You know, Elon Musk. The Liver King, mm-hmm. you know, and now <laughs> Justin Herbert, social media quarterback, about to be exposed. Be showing Tua's going to show him some real quarterbacking. What it's all about. All these people who said a generational mistake, the Miami Dolphins. What a what a catastrophe this franchise may not taking this guy. Well, now we're going to see what's what right there for all the country to watch. It is a beaut. It's funny you bring up the liver king because I went into like a deep dive uh, right after the show today, an hour long YouTube video exposing the liver king. But we, we could talk about that another time. Exposing Justin Herbert just uh, just, you know, brings a smile to my face, Tobin. It is going to bring such a smile to my face when Tua outplays the bum Justin Herbert on primetime football. I, I cannot. Get- I cannot wait, man. I cannot wait. I am so excited for these next three games. I mean, like every game we've been talking about, this is the most exciting Dolphins season in a long time. But now, like, the stakes are raising. You have Mike McDaniel talking about nothing like competitive December football. A lot of Dolphins fans, they worry about the old December swoon. And I don't feel that, man. I just feel like this team really can compete with anybody. And you had to think with these upcoming three matchups – what games are going to be better than these in the in the next three weeks between Dolphins, Niners, Dolphins, Chargers, and Dolphins and Bills? I thought Dolphins Bills probably had a chance. I imagine the Bills probably complained because nighttime, you know, just too many elements. You just never know with night, so they they probably uh, they probably bowed out. <laughs> it's got to be one p.m. and it's got to be a perfect like cool sixty-five degrees. If not, Bills fans don't want to hear about the game, and and the excuse machine starts getting cranked for Josh Allen. Right. It, it doesn't happen if that's the case. So, look, we'll take it. I mean, I would have liked Dolphins-Bills, but you know what? I'm fine with this because 
I think this is uh this one's personal. You know, this is this is it, what what everybody would have laughed at a year ago if you would have said Herbert versus two. Oh, of course I'll take Herbert. Now it gets to now you really get to make it a debate over uh over over the week. It's the last football game of the day. And uh oh, and by the way, also bumps that Patrick Mahomes out of there. So that'll make all those KC fans nutty. Because uh, uh, how could you bump the great Patrick Mahomes? Uh, I'll tell you why. Because nobody wants to see him versus Russell Wilson. The guy sucks. His own <laughs> teammates don't want him out there. Yeah, let's uh, let's see the MVP work. All right, let's see the MVP on Sunday Night Football. Uh, we, we've all seen Patrick Mahomes enough. Guess what? We'll see you in the playoffs. All right, yeah. Patty. We'll see you in the playoffs, Patty. But right now, let's let the MVP work under the lights, under the primetime lights. And uh, and and. You know, Tobin, there's business to be settled. You know what I mean? There's business to be settled with a lot of the bums that you were mentioning, the national media, even some Dolphins fans who, you know, I still get the text, Tobin, that they'd still trade Tua for for Herbert right now. Listen, you won't be saying that come week 14 of the NFL. I hope you're not friends with those people. Like, are these people that you have to interact with? Are these are these people no, that? No, no, no. These are just these are just the the five sixty text. Oh yeah, well, yeah. the worst. <laughs> I mean the I mean the, you want to you want to talk about a, a a different breed. Ever since I've come over from seven ninety, the five sixty texters and and callers. Holy crap! <laughs> There's guys who are just like I, I don't like the way this McDaniel talks. Oh, you don't? You tell me you didn't watch him mic'd up and say that was the greatest four minutes you've ever spent in your life. Clock. 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 Nice. <laughs> like he is, dude, Beautiful. he is, he's so great. And I loved every piece of that. Um, I, I love the fact that, you know, we got the anecdote, of course, this week. We talked about it with, uh, with, uh, with CBS that's gone viral about Tua saying, you know, do I suck? And Mike McDaniel giving him a 700 play highlight reel. <laughs> You know, what overkill. It's overkill of love. <laughs> and he uh, – and so now we, we – but like you actually get insight into You get a look-see at this because, you know, you can just tell. Like, that he's making fun of him and making fun of his high school technique. And, I and love that so much. I love so that good. so much. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, he goes, you know what? But you had that swag. And he was like, that's all I heard was swag. He goes, if you need to be told you have swag, you probably don't. <laughs> I just love it. They just jostle at each other. But the best part, the best part, as he's walking away, and he knows he's mic'd up. That's cool. But he walks away and he goes, That kid's a savant. Oh, a savant, dude. A savant. Who talks like this? What, what coach quarterback relationship is like this? The way he goes, the, the way his mind works, savant. Beautiful. What a, what a, what a tandem. It's incredible considering Tobin a year ago this week, right? A year ago, week 12 of the NFL to think that Dolphins fans were thinking we've got ourselves a good coach in Brian Flores and we haven't figured out the quarterback yet. We haven't figured out the quarterback yet. And then you go, you, you, you uh, fast forward to week 17 or week 16 last year, Dolphins are in Tennessee and Tua doesn't play well. He's losing the ball in uh, in Tennessee, the cold weather. You know, like all those narratives kind of build up, especially in that game. And it was fair. Like, he did not play well. No. And it's crazy to think back to that game, right, where if 
the Dolphins do win that game. If Tua comes out, plays a better football game, the team plays better, they win that game. We're in a situation right now where Brian Flores, the, the Dolphins make the playoffs last year. Brian Flores is probably still your head coach because you don't fire him if he makes the playoffs last year. And who knows who the quarterback is this year. It could be Tua, but it could probably still be that same version of Tua we were seeing last year behind a head coach and coordinators that you know didn't trust him and weren't maximizing his potential. But instead, Tua loses that or the Dolphins lose that game in large part because of how Tua played. And you're now sitting with arguably the most exciting, or maybe not even arguably anymore, the most exciting head coach in the NFL who was giving us just goosies galore on a weekly basis, as you'd say, and Tua Tungabailoa in the MVP conversation. So if if you want my my uh my analysis, Tua blew that game in Tennessee. Really? Tua wow. blew that game in Tennessee. He wanted he out from Flores. He knew. Yeah. I've I've read uh, you know, I've been I've been catching up on my QAnon, uh, my two anon sources. Expect us. Tua blew that game in Tennessee. Wow. He had, it all, he had it, it all planned out, baby. He had it all well, look, planned out. This is why he's a savant. This is why. He just he's he's 10 steps ahead of everybody. But you do you remember like back in the day? Like, think about the head coaches that have been at it. Flores, I thought he was an okay coach. Gruff, you know, like, you know, the, didn't F with him. You know, remember there were times where he was going to go fight people. I, I kind of like that from Flores. I dug him on the sidelines. Um, but remember Adam Gase, he'd sit there alone, pity party, all by himself. On the sideline, he's playing Sudoku right. rather than, than playing paying attention to the defense. Dude. Mike McDaniel's so involved with the defense. It's just from a hype standpoint, you know? He's just up with everybody. He goes, he's just going up to Duke Riley. He's going up to Atlanta Rodgers. He goes, more. Just do more. More. <laughs> and you just – you can just feel the – you know, you just feel that he's vibing with everybody from that standpoint. And uh, it was it was just – it was a really, really cool uh, look because we all see the quirky guy on the podium and – you got a little bit of him on the sidelines, but I, I really, I dug getting to, to get a view of that. It's been, it's been cool. Some of the, the looks we've gotten into the dolphins this year. I feel like the NFL is going to want to have a mic'd up every game now because like, I, I don't remember. And you know, maybe I'm not paying attention to that NFL films, Twitter account or, or whatever it was that, that posted that, but maybe I, you know, I don't follow them. So I don't see all the stuff that they're posting, all the content that they're po- uh, posting, but I can't remember this much traction on a video as compared to what is happening right now with the Mike McDaniel stuff, like it is in, in Miami and you know, like Miami fans on, on social media are oh, it's like crazy. Another breed. Yeah. We're another breed. Uh, but the amount of like traction, the way people are digging what McDaniel is doing on the sideline and, and that content that the NFL is able to, to push out from there. Like they're going to want this dude mic'd up every single week, especially if the dolphins keep winning. Yeah. They do this FedEx air. Like you can't put to in these categories. It's not fair. Because they're just going to swarm these polls. Dolphins fans you, just uh, just take over. It's not even you, close. You have no shot. Like they, uh, <laughs> if you have a network MVP that you want to give out, congratulations. It's going to Tua Tungvalu. If you want to make it fair, maybe make it Tua versus Tyreek Hill, and then you'll have yourself a real conundrum. But other than that, if it's Tua against anybody, you're screwed. It's you. I've already ruined your poll. He's going to win. It's crazy, right? How um, kind of going back to what I was saying a year ago, this was such a polarizing figure. You were it was like uh, elections. It was, you were either pro Tua or anti Tua, and it felt Tobin like it was split, right? Like maybe there was more pro Tua people. People who just wanted to see him succeed and and weren't out on him. But the other day after the win, I was on Dolphins Reddit, 
and I'm, I'm scrolling through and some dude posted this paragraph where he says, hey, I'm a lifelong Dolphins fan. My family had season tickets in 66 and I moved to Melbourne, Florida like two decades ago. So I haven't been to a Dolphins game in forever. And he said he went to the game on Sunday versus the Texans. And he says he's never experienced as much love and as much enthusiasm for a player in his lifetime as a Dolphins fan. And that includes Marino as when Tua took the field. He said the way people were like, he's like, this stadium just started rocking when Tua and the offense took the field and the MVP chance for Tua. Like he says he's never experienced anything like it. So, you know, compared to what we where we were at last year to now, the way that this fan base has rallied around him and obviously winning cures everything, right? But it, it it's hard to comprehend that. Like if you would have told either of us two years ago, fans would be chanting MVP for Tua at Hard Rock Stadium in a meaningless you know, 30 point victory against, against Houston, not meaningless, but you know what I mean? Like there was no stakes in that game. You, you would have been like, no, you're crazy. There's, there's no way, but that's where we're at right now. Where this fan base has fallen in love with McDaniel and Tua. He's got such an interesting thing to him because, you know, he comes into the league, super famous, like basically since he burst onto the national scene, he's a star, but you know, like so was Trevor Lawrence, uh, but Trevor Lawrence just doesn't have the quality of it factor, I think, that Tua does in that, you know, he's kind of not – even with, like, the Urban Meyer stuff, like, you know, you hear Trevor Lawrence, anything interesting that around him? No, they're kind of just like, oh, it's a clown show with Urban Meyer, whatever. <laughs> but Tua's had adversity to go through. He's had doubters. He's lefty. You know, it's like – it's just – is he big enough to play in the league? And, and so, like, he has a lot of things that can kind of go against him, even though people wanted him for two years down here. We were doing Tank for Tua. He was the can't-miss prospect. Yeah. But there were things about his, you know, physical nature that people were like, ah, is that going to work in the league? And I just think that, you know, on top of all of the bull bleep that he had to deal with last year, he's now got a quality of, oh, now he's Miami's guy, and you know how this city is where, oh, you're going to doubt our, our guys? This is going back to big three heat. This yep. is going back to 90s Canes. He's going to get into that echelon of, oh, you don't think two is as good as Joe Burrow, or you don't think that he's as good as Mahomes or Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen? Well, F you, dude, because that's <laughs> our guy. And let me tell you something right now. He's better than all of them, and he's going to expose your little protege there. Justin Herbert, who nobody wanted. He was uh, – you, you want to talk about a bridesmaid in that draft. It was like, oh, I guess we'll take Herbert. Get out of here. You know what? That is such a good point. Like, d- make this city believe on a national level that you don't believe in one of their guys or that you're doubting one of our guys or that you're hating on one of our guys. And watch watch how the city of Miami – watch how the, the, the southern Florida – rallies the bleep around somebody to just come into your face and tell you we told you so if there's one thing i've learned this city is very petty tobin very very petty petty. and uh and and we embrace it we embrace it we were once at a at a at a heat game you maybe you started this because you did start the lebron is tired chant one time but we were (laughs) once at a heat game based on words that paul pierce said many years retired as an nba analyst and we serenaded in Dwayne wade's last home game Paul Pierce sucks. And he was nowhere to be found. But we just wanted everybody to know he sucks. And so, because we're not taking that slight of you saying that to, to our, our our sports god 
Dwayne Wade, you know? Well, so, so I, I so. think Tua, Tua's got a lot of that. You know, I think a lot of that South Florida is vibing with with him. I don't know how I'm going to be able to pull this off in the booth, but a Chris Sims sucks chant would oh, just sit man. right with me, Tobin. Dude, you know what? I don't what? know about you, but that, that would sit real nice with me. I, it would sit nice with me.